0: What a day, what a day, what a day. Hot or cold, gotta drink your ginger. Your ginger water, that is. Feeling a lot better, but slow. Is it safe to go out at night? I guess so. I mean, in general. Market looks bad, of course. And who's cutting that uh, Nord Stream pipeline? And that. What are some of the crazy headlines going on in China today? <laughs> Wednesday, September twenty 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky, folks, and uh, thanks for joining me this year as my uh, daily audio digest, where I yik-yak about some of the things that uh, go on here in Beijing, China, where I'm living at the moment, and also some of the other things that keep me amused, such as, um, well, <laughs> trying to get better. I'm sure you can hear it uh, in my voice. I did a, um, a token workout this morning. Uh, normally, it's the skipping balls workout, wherein I... Uh, do a two-mile warm-up uh, running, and then I do some skipping, and then I have a medicine ball that I uh, throw around outside as well. Went outside to do a bit of it. I was moving slow. I've uh, been basically drinking this uh, ginger water, uh, and for those of you who aren't aware, uh, but ginger itself is actually like, this is one of these. Uh, I, I, I guess you could call it a TCM, like a traditional Chinese medicine uh, remedy, but it's it's quite well known that ginger itself is uh, uh, it's sort of a, a warming a heating um plant and so you you cut it up you put it in the boiling water and then you drink that uh and it's uh, it's quite nice to drink but and it it burns a little bit going down but uh it's uh, it, it's very good for you uh it makes you it warms your body up a lot substantially to the extent that um you will be sweating and so basically i've been trying to sweat this sickness out a little bit uh yeah so I'm, I'm not gonna bore you with all the details but basically if you're ever feeling uh like uh, you have a cold coming on like a head cold or anything like that uh get some ginger cut it up into the boiling water and uh have that and uh, i think you won't feel like it won't you, it, you won't feel better immediately but it's one of those things that will help you sort of uh uh repair yourself basically so and it's a Nice cheap method rather than depending on some of the doctors who may or may not give you the best medicine or whatever. I mean, it is what it is. I, I don't trust a lot of the uh, medic- medications that they uh, issue at the pharmacies here. It seems to be uh, rather unnecessary at times. And so I just kind of rely on more naturalistic, holistic uh, sort of things. Not, maybe not holistic, but yeah, more n- uh, natural sort of remedies on how to deal with sicknesses and stuff like that. Uh, that being the case, I was rather slow today, but um, was still able to get quite a bit of reading done for the uh, the Delta program. Um, as uh, Since I skipped out on the um, homework for last week, I tried to get ahead this week, so I was doing quite a bit of reading for that. And uh, I was reading about discourse, uh, discourse analysis again, and then some writing as well. And uh, it's it's going all right. I mean, I'm looking at the different things that we have to learn for this uh, this course, and uh, it doesn't seem impossible. And this is about week four already. We have next week off, so I'm going to spend that time actually. Even though we're not allowed to, it, we could leave the city, but at the same time, it'd be kind of if we leave, we might get stuck outside of the city as well, uh, and we don't want that to happen at all. So uh, uh, with that happening, uh, we uh, I mean, I'll get to stay home and get some things done here so uh, even today I was able to uh, uh, start to sort of, well, figure out which books I had to read and which ones I could sort of push off, uh, but uh, all that being said, I mean, the, the course only runs for like 13 weeks total, and we're halfway through, next week is a break, uh, basically a catch-up week, and then uh, into October, uh, who knows how busy work is going to be, but uh, it's, uh, you know, you only have one chance to sort of... Uh, you know, prove your knowledge. I mean, you can rewrite the test, but I don't want to rewrite the test. I want to be done and over with it uh, by uh, by the time December rolls around. Uh, Chinese headlines. Or I shouldn't say Chinese headlines. Headlines occurring in Beijing and in China around... Oh, today. This Today was a, another one. Let's see. We've got supercharged biotechnology rice created in China. Uh, this is... Okay, so uh, by giving a Chinese rice variety a second copy of one of its own genes, researchers have boosted its yield by up to 40%. Helps, plan more, uh, helps the plant absorb more fertilizer, boosts photosynthesis, accelerates flowering, all of which can contribute to larger harvests. There you go. So bio, you've heard of, what's the one that Canada gets criticized for? GMO. And so now we've got biotech. Rice in Canada, but why do they say GMO, genetically modified? Isn't that the, or is that not genetically modified? I don't know, Chinese scientists create world's first cloned Arctic wo- wolf. Okay. Uh, less English classes means more Chinese cultural studying. Okay, so they uh, want to reduce the weight of the English language teaching. Um, China's Ministry of Education, the MOE, said foreign languages learning plays an important role. Um, while stressing the importance of strengthening education that passes on traditional Chinese culture and reinforces culture confidence. I guess uh, there was something to be said about that. And to be fair, um, there is quite a bit of... Uh, like English is just one of the uh, courses that they can choose. They can actually choose uh, Japanese, Russian, and I think either French or Spanish. I'm not sure. There's one other language that they can choose from, but there's four that they can sort of... Um, they can write the gaokao on. Maybe English is actually uh, mandated. I'm not sure. Good question. But um, they're not restricted to it. They can do English, Japanese, and there's there's Russian. And there's one other, uh, I think, as well, that they can uh, major in uh, in class. And this one was kind of funny. Um, sexual education class in primary school sparks controversy. Well, uh, the next headline on the uh, other news wire says primary school boys demonstrate the use of sanitary napkins. So this apparently, uh, although it's not nationally mandated, sex ed is non-existent in Chinese schools, which means that these kids basically uh, don't know anything about, um, well, sex. And I'm looking at this picture that they have. They have... There's two boys, young boys, like ten or twelve years old, uh, standing in front of a, a like a, a green board, like a, a chalkboard, and pasted onto the chalkboard, I think, are three different sizes of tampons, and these are the the big ones that sit inside your panties. Not the uh, they're not tampons. So these are what would you call? I'm not even sure. The sanitary napkins, yes, but um, they're not the other ones. But whatever those are called, I. I hate to say that I know this, but uh, women here don't use tampons uh, as we understand them in in the West. They use these massive ones that, uh, uh, more like liners, I guess you could call them, than anything else. It, it's such a bizarre topic, uh, and I almost feel, I, 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 kudos to these guys, these boys standing up to demonstrate this and allow themselves to be uh, recorded in that, uh, in that situation. Uh, I guess the issue here is that Uh, The school has gone ahead with this uh, type of education. Why isn't it girls doing this, right? Or two women, not girls. Why? Why isn't two grown women demonstrating how to use these things rather than two young boys? Like I guess that's. Who's the target market for this? Oh goodness, guys, come on, schools, come on. So, and not only that, this is uh, if, if you're wondering. But wait a minute, Steve, that's not sex ed. You're right. Which is the other issue is that they're they're still not learning about sex ed. Rather, they are learning just about how. It doesn't say, it doesn't go on too much about what else they learned in that class. But I mean, the sanitary napkins usage was the big focal point because that's what the video shows. Uh, the comments are always kind of funny to read on these. I, I read them through Expat Focus, and that's the one that sort of seems seems to draw a lot of the comments and uh yeah some of the foreigners can really rip into that sometimes um but uh yeah so it's not sex ed as we know it uh it's currently not but uh, hopefully that changes i guess it sort of indicates a little bit of a uh a change overall in the uh, the education sort of focus of the education uh, curriculum so that they're at least aware of what some of these things do right but yeah um maybe get the women to do that you know split the group i don't know if uh what was it like when you were in school? Was it you had two separate classes? I think that's what happened, is that uh, the they split the classes up. There was the, the boys' class and the girls' class, and we we uh, sort of got told, you know, gender specific um, points to remain to to remember, sort of thing. To points to be aware of, sort of thing. Uh, and uh, yeah, but, but although I do recall there have been some of the older. Uh, like, like my age, like not, not kids these days, but older um, Chinese women, like they've, they, this conversation has come up every now and then. They've said that there is a sex ed, it, it, there is a, is it a biology class or something? There's some class that they get, but it's literally one of these things where they split the class up, the, <laughs> the, the teacher kind of uncomfortably stands there, says, read the textbook, and then that's it. Like there wasn't, there's no discussion, there's no question and answer, there's no like in your experience, there's no like what would you recommend, nothing. There's zero actual talk about it. It's all very um, circumventing the actual subject, I guess you could call. Uh, So if you are a sex ed specialist, hey, China might be a market for you to penetrate, well at least to come into, or to at least uh, think about uh, posting more Chinese accessible social media videos, right? That are of course uh, don't offend anybody at the at the same time. Uh, all that is to say that at least with this class, I mean they're 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 trying, right? In other news, um, let's see. Well, there's only one out here. Nine people arrested for organizing carpooling in COVID risk areas. Well, this kind of this. Oh, it's in Beijing. Are you kidding me? So I think this is one of these things where. People, Didi, this cab company, this uh, ride-sharing company, um, that was fantastic to use. They got they got shut down basically. So there's actually there's a couple things happening with Didi. They got shut down because they were some of government regulations or whatever. So that was number one. But number two was that during these recent lockdowns over the last year or so, the uh, the company wasn't able to operate in some portions of the city. So if the city was in like a lockdown, you couldn't get a cab and the cabs couldn't pick you up and they couldn't drop you off there. And so this is what is happening here. Um, From December 2021 to April 2022, uh, guideline pricing is declared. This is, okay, that's a little bit different. Okay, so this is talking about some sort of, um, I don't know what they're talking about nucleic acid tests why anyway well i guess uh this something along the lines of carpooling and to uh to go get tested and stuff like that posted them offering services for people from covid19 risk areas in north china's tianjin and Hubei, so that they could enter beijing okay yeah so the these uh the tianjin and other parts of Hubei province uh if people couldn't get in because beijing was under lockdown you couldn't come into the city uh, these people would take you in and I guess have some sort of way of getting you a, a negative nucleic acid test as well. So whatever that means, basically, if you did that, now you're getting into trouble. There goes, you know, who says the Chinese aren't good at business? They are very good at business, aren't they? And then what else? Well, that's it. I mean, that, that's sort of the the uh, big headlines for it that I see coming. I thought, I thought the... Um, it was kind of funny, the uh, the boys showing the uh, sanitary nap, because I feel bad for them, actually, to tell you the truth. It's like, uh, how how very awkward can that be, sort of thing. Anyway, and what else? I mean, big global world news now, um, of all things. Who's clipping that Nord Stream? <laughs> Is it the Russians? Is it the Americans? Is it the Europeans? Oh. Good question. I mean, it could be any or all of them. I mean, for all of the you know the talk about uh, security, cybersecurity, um, people, you know, uh, what, what do you call it? Cameras watching us everywhere. How is it that a massive pipeline, uh, underwater, can have a leak in it? Two leaks, or one leak in each uh, different pipeline, magically? And no one knows. I mean, aren't there... Well, this just tells me that uh, there's at least one place that you can still get away with shit. Under the sea. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen pro-Russian observers. They're saying it's the Americans. Uh, pro-U, Pro-West pro observers saying it's Russians. Uh, and then other people are saying, well, it's the Europeans. Usually they're pro-Russian as well. Um, and there, you could make the argument that... It was clipped because of the United States wants to sell more of its energy to Europe. Germany's sitting there going, "Well, um, we are, you know, we're we're way too dependent on Russia for our uh, our energy needs, and so they want to, um, you know, diversify their their uh, their I guess their sources." So. Is it a European, like a Western sort of attempt to, um, well, it wouldn't be Western so much as it would be American attempt to open up another market for them? Or is it a Russian attempt to blow it up so that uh, they don't have to uh, bother being the bad guy because of some war? You know, although like, are, are they sabotaging it just because, it's like, well, we can do that? I mean, if they're going to bomb their own people in the in different parts of, uh, in Different parts of Ukraine. I don't know. Uh, not going to put it past them to go clip the Nord Stream either. And of course, there's always the PMCs, the private military contractors, who are never really allied with any one side. But they just go to the highest bidder. Was it them? But who were they who paid them? Right? Who knows? So, yeah, I've seen it on both sides. Kind of. Um, uh, not sure what to say about it, but yeah, the fact that there's been two. Uh, two pipelines damaged so close together. together. Um, Yeah, something's a little fishy. (laughs) Oh, goodness. All right, and yes, those markets are looking pretty bad. Last week, was it last week or earlier this week, I was talking about uh, gold and uh, the, the commitment of traders report. If you haven't had a look at that just yet, I highly suggest you do, but not only with uh, gold, these uh, these numbers that are coming across like a lot of the technicals for the, the markets, the broader markets, these are horrible. I mean, they are heavily oversold. Uh, a lot of the, I mean, who talks about the stock market anymore? Do you know anybody who talks about the stock market? Um, and if they do, what do they say? about it? It's like, oh, it's a, it's a scam, it's a, a scheme to take your money, um, you know, all these sorts of very negative views on how things are. I don't know. It's now two things coming up. Number one, there's an election here in China, right? I know we don't associate this country with uh, elections, but there are. So that's going to happen in October. However, that sort of plays out. I mean, are we going to see a bounce into that election, and then a fall afterwards, or is it going to be up even more afterwards? Uh, because uh, you know, it's you know a good thing or a bad thing, and U.S uh, is it the primaries or the mid some sort of, I don't know that the, the U S just loves their politics, man. They have, they have so much political stuff going on. Uh, it's like they they just can't, the U S political scene is like a TV show that has different seasons and it just always is going it's season one, season two, season three. It's, it's almost like social media to tell you the truth where they just can't stop. They have to be on all the time. And these, uh, because it's like two years into Biden's presidency, so there's another two years after this that he's still going to be in, in office. Um, love him or hate him, whatever. Uh, the, the, the point is that there's some sort of primaries or whatever going on uh, in, in November. So now we have election here in China in October, and then primary elections in November in, in the United States. So that's going to, I mean, it's a big sort of uh, swirl of political events Combined with, you know, this Nord Stream thing, the Russians uh, still bombing Ukraine. If Xi Jinping gets re-elected, Biden, like the Democrats, maintain power or whatever it is. And then Putin sort of says, you know what, we're pulling out. Uh, our special military operation is over. We're going to see those markets jump. I mean, that's almost, that's almost what you see. At a time like this, when these things are so oversold, they've been crushed it's almost as if it's setting up for that sort of massive turnaround where everything just goes back to like a status quo. Um, it's been purged. All the, the questions, the concerns, the uh, the worries, it's all over, right? So we've got a re-election here. Um, we've got continuance in the U.S. And we've got a, a pullout from Ukraine and, uh, and Russia. Uh, wow, who knows? So th- this is sort of what because I'm listening to these financial podcasts and this is what they were talking about this week. Uh, Good question. Um, How's it going to play out? That's one thing that I think a lot of people are waiting for. I know that I'm looking at this going, it, it can't drop any farther, can it? And usually when that happens, there's usually a spike downwards, like a very sharp tail and then it gets bought up. Now, if you stay up watching the markets, you might see it. Uh, but if you don't, you like to go to bed because, you know, sleeping is probably a whole lot better for you than watching the markets. Uh, you're, you'd see it tomorrow morning There'd be like a sort of a long tail on one of the candlesticks uh, on the charts. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. I uh, hope you uh, uh the, the uh, sniffling and snorting yesterday didn't uh, turn you off too much. Not, not much today uh, because I've been drinking this ginger water, which has been very good for you. Good for me, I should say. Hope you're feeling well and uh, staying well. Wash your hands, get your exercise, eat your vegetables, even though doing all of that, I still managed to get sick. Oh, and one last thing. That did kind of make me uh, wonder one last little thing. Even in isolation, well, it's easy to stay healthy in isolation, but when you go out to meet people, you expose yourself to other people's germs, right? (laughs) Is that the takeaway from it? Oh, goodness. All right, folks. I'll leave it there. Thanks for listening. Again, show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website, stephensirce.com. Have a good one. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.